This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and audience. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. You're tuned into another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast, where we give you our very own reviews and takes of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, my guy? Uh, look, I'm I'm feeling good, man. Um, I can't believe that you know I'm saying the last pod where it really hit me. I think because I've had like so much shit going on, mm-hmm. it just haven't really occurred to me that it was October. That it was horror mm-hmm. fest time, like it just really did not mm-hmm. hit me. But um, but you know, with that being said, man, I'm feeling good, man. There's a lot of lot of horror movies out there on the uh, on the regular streaming services, man. You know, mm-hmm. be able to get in my own. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I probably I probably do something like you know what I'm saying, catch me a horror movie a night or something. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay. But uh, but shit, though, I'm good though, man. How you feeling? Everything good? Ah oh, man, I'm great. Uh, I have no complaints other than the fact that you know, I'm just, <laughs> like I told you offline, I'm trying to learn this uh, Streamlab <laughs> OBS uh, platform, man, and uh, it's frustrating in the motherfucker. <laughs> Super frustrating. Like yeah, that man, goodness gracious. Um, I it's it's one of them things like with me. I, I'm I like you know what I'm saying technology and all that for anybody that don't know. Like if if you really want to get me like get me a cool ass gadget or you know what I'm saying like buy me something like a you know what I'm saying something that got some type of electronic in it and I'm yours forever and but this shit man let me tell you something bro I, I'm I'm about ready to punch a fucking wall playing around with this shit bro this shit is ridiculous so outside of that though everything else is good man um. You know what I'm saying? Getting ready to do a stream tonight. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited about that. Um, <clears throat> and just, man, having fun with it, man. Getting back into, you know what I'm saying, a different creative bag, which is always good. You know what I'm saying? We we in our creative time here. But, you know what I'm saying, being able to push that, you know what I'm saying, into another lane and expand that somewhere else is always, you know what I'm saying, fun. It just keep me going and keep my mind fresh, you know what I'm saying, new ideas and stuff like that. So I'm 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 super excited, man. Today's a great day. That's what's up, man. Glad for to sure. hear that. For sure. Um but like as I said everybody, you guys already know if you haven't heard the last episode yet, um or just if you new here, man, every year we like to um pay homage to those who, you know what I'm saying, puts the fear in us you know what i'm saying who makes us tremble in our boots who make us think twice about walking into that dark room before you know what i'm saying we turn the lights on who make us you know what i'm saying look around the corner when we hear noises or if we see some creepy stuff go the other way man that's right we're talking about the people who make all these great horror films the people who act in all of these great horror films we like to do our annual um horror fest where we you know celebrate that those people um and the films that they create and help make by you know what i'm saying showing homage you know what i'm saying to the movies uh that are out so you know what i'm saying get ready you know what i'm saying buckle in get your popcorn because it's time man <laughs> 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 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We back at it, man. Um, so today we're doing Final Destination 2. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. This movie was made in 2000, well, came out in 2003. Um, it is starring uh, Ali Larder, um, Michael Landis, Tony Todd, and a host of other people. Um, this is pretty much a movie about when death is pretty much calling your name and <laughs> what are you going to do about it which is probably nothing more than likely because if you've seen these movies you know that death usually uh has a pretty high kill rate yes <laughs> and uh <laughs> but you know what i'm saying these are some fun movies we spoke about um we spoke about how the 80s and the 90s you know what i'm saying pretty much well, the 80s being, you know what I'm saying, the groundwork for horror movies and the 90s being such an innovative lane and time for horror movies. But seeing how this has, you know what I'm saying, been one of those movies that came out in 2000, um, this franchise, though, before we actually get into this movie, mm -hmm. this franchise to me was also one of those refreshing times in horror film history. You know what I'm saying? Um the fact that they were able to once again use this supernatural element to create you know what i'm saying this this quote unquote boogeyman in a movie i thought was genius for them to be able to basically be trying to um cheat death that's really what this is about is them trying to cheat death you know what i'm saying escape that uh final moment quote unquote um i thought that was pretty dope because you before i mean i just i don't remember anything like this um besides maybe like i want to say maybe like a movie like the fog or like the mister one of them had came out in the early 90s or something but it didn't hit the same way that this one did so going back re-watching this one um what was what were you feeling um <clears throat> Well, I do want to say for me, in my personal experience, like, you know, when the first one came out in 99, if I'm not mistaken, this was kind of like the first of its kind. Like, I really never seen anything where, like, basically somebody have a premonition of a bad event and then they get out of whatever the situation is and then people start dying in the order that they would have died in in the first place. Right. So I've, I've never, like, for me, like when the first one came out, like this shit, when I remember like that time, this shit came like a fucking storm. It was just like, it was like one of the biggest movies like out mm -hmm. at this time. Like it turned Devin into, he was already like a star, but this took him like next level. Yeah. And so then when they came out with this one, the reason why, even though I liked the third one better than this one, mm -hmm. the reason I wanted to do the second one was because it, it, it was really one scene. Well, two scenes, <laughs> excuse me. It's two yeah. scenes, it's two scenes. We'll get into the one scene. But this is what made me pick two over three. Okay. So they were in the car. Um, it, was, it was Kimberly, it was Clear, it was Thomas. Um, it was Kat. And it was Eugene. 
Oh, and the one dude. What's the what's the one dude? What's the one dude? The damn stoner guy. Um, uh, Rory. It was Rory. So they're riding in the car, and then Eugene was like, "Yo, this ain't the first time I cheated death before." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "You know, I was supposed to, you know, sub or get this teaching job or something like that." And he was like, um, "The teacher." From the first one, Luke, Miss Luton ended up like getting a job or whatever. And so then Thomas, like, yo, like, um, I was supposed to be with my partner. There was a shootout at this place. And then I ended up getting called to do this uh uh this person who got cut up by a train or whatever. And that was uh Hitchcock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then what Clear started to find out was like, yo, like, all of y'all would have been dead if we didn't get off of Flight 180. Right. So the way that they tied the first one in to the second one, you know, you know me, I like a continuous story. Absolutely. Like, I thought that that part did that, like, that was like one of the reasons why I wanted to do this one because I thought, as far as the writing, that part of it was dope as fuck to be able to tie that shit in with the first one and really tells you like, well, they interpretation of death is, yo, when your clock is up, it's up. But if mm-hmm. some other people cheat death, that's that, that trickle down effect. Just like, uh, you know, the whole saying, if you go back in the time, you change the slightest thing. It could throw everything off and it could start this whole ripple effect. Mm-hmm. And that's what Flight 180 did when my dude got everybody to get off of that flight. It affected these people's lives and they had no fucking idea. So mm-hmm. going back and watching this movie, that was the one scene that always stood out to me was how they was able to tie the first one in with the second one in to the first one. So for you, Final Destination 2. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for me, I have to applaud this movie because, you know, we talk about all the time how the sequel is never as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. And I think this one was... I think this one, it, it, it didn't have the same impact, of course, because the first one was the first of its kind, of course. But I think that it was it was definitely better only because of the fact that the first one did so well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they were able to build off of that first one, like you said, to be able to connect those people to the people that had died um, in the previous film and in the one way or the other. <clears throat> and, you know what I'm saying, having them all somehow come together along with the survivors of, you know what I'm saying, the first film. So I I thought that was dope to be able to do that. I think what made it so successful, though, was the fact that they added a totally different element to this one. And that element was them being able to um, be able to counteract what was going on with, you know what I'm saying, the whole, you know what I'm saying, like death thing. So in the first one, they didn't have a fucking clue of what was happening. 
you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't no way they can they could do anything. They found out like if it skip you, it skip you, and then you know that's it. But then they realized that oh, if it skip you, then it's just gonna eventually get back to you one way or the other. Yeah. With, with this one, they kind of found out that it was a way you can beat it. You know what I'm saying? And they went about trying to find, you know what I'm saying, a way to do that. But in that whole situation, you know what I'm saying? A whole a whole new group had came into this who had no idea what was going on, who, you know what I'm saying, had no, you know what I'm saying, no ties or well, not no, well, not any known, they didn't have any known ties to what had happened, or I mean, not what happened, but the people at first. And so, um, you know what I'm saying? You talked about the, the, the big scene, you know what I'm saying? Them driving and being on the, the highway and the scene with, you know what I'm saying? The big rig carrying the, the, the timbers. What I did think that was dope was the fact that in this one, I believe Clear was the one with the premonitions this time, right? No, 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 no. It was Kimberly. Kimberly. But, Kimberly. but she Clear did have like one or two yeah but yeah so this time we got a whole nother person that's having the premonitions instead of you know what i'm saying the person from the the first movie which i thought was dope because now it's like is that you know it's like because when you watch it at first you don't think about it but then like after you watch it so many times you kind of wonder like i wonder if that's supposed to be like the balance of it all like you got somebody who can at least foretell what's going on before it happens so that you know what I'm saying like at least death is giving them a fighting chance of like i can show you what's gonna happen it's up to you to stop it you know what i'm saying and that's kind of yeah. how i was thinking about that but what i did notice was um when they were on the highway and she was having a premonition that on the sign it had the number of the flight that had blew up yep. that was one well, of the hey. signs you know what I'm saying? And then it was like a couple other signs and stuff along that. But I thought that was like the major thing, you know what I'm saying? That kind of lets you know shit about to get real. And so, um, like shit, right after that, everything just started happening. Um, and what was so crazy was I think with this one, what was so dope about it was the fact that they were able to recreate the the beginning scene of the first one in a totally different way and reuse it you know what i'm saying and it was still as good as in the first movie so i definitely appreciated that for sure yeah and and that's another thing that i think that these final destination movies have done is that they took regular events in life Mm -hmm. and they flipped them to the way to the point where I mean, look, I don't think it really stopped anybody from flying, really. Right. But with this one, what makes this one different is, first of all, you can come across people who've never been on a plane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's just not something that everybody is afforded to being able to do. So it's like, okay. But everybody, at least, even if you don't drive, you've been in a fucking car yeah so it's like when you see like a log truck now like even though we all know like logs ain't gonna bounce off the ground like that. 
I don't know. Man, not not the way that damn thing. No, happened. not yet. Not not like in the movie, but yeah. I I, I mean it it give it. So to me, the of course you know they they exaggerated a little. Well, not even a little bit, a lot. But to yeah. me, like I can picture like that log hitting the ground and then like the car running, like it hitting like the front end of the car, like the grill of it. Yeah. And like maybe like flipping it or some shit like that. Like I can I can envision that for sure. That to me is a little bit more probable. Yeah. And and I think that this is the one because like even like on the third one, like you know, a roller coaster, everybody don't ride roller coasters, but I think everybody got right. looking at them different. So that's one of the things that that they did. And like another thing that they did in this one was, you know, for the fact of and the only way she figured this out was actually bringing somebody back from the first one. And what we found out was so even going into it, you probably thinking like, damn. Because Claire and Alex was alive at the end of the first one. Mm-hmm. So when you see like the people that are in the movie, you're like oh shit, like Claire's there, but you see that she's in a fucking padded room because right. she knows, yo, like death is out to get me. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna live my life in this fucking room, which is not fucking living. But you know, so okay, so before I finish my point, if you were in Claire's case, in her scenario. Would you just be like, yo, I'm just going to live my life to the fullest so this shit catch me, or are you going to try to live in a fucking padded room? Nah, I'm for me, right, especially after what they went through in that first one, I, I feel like you kind of got to live your life to the fullest. Especially knowing that, like, at any point in time, you could have not been here. You got to, you know what I'm saying, like, you, you got to just enjoy it for what it is at this point. You got to be cautious, of course. But you just you definitely have to enjoy. I think that should that would have given me a, a, a greater appreciation for life. I think so, too, because yeah. I think what, what Kimberly had said to her was like, yo, like this ain't living like you're not living like you in a padded room by yourself. Like you're you're just you're at, at this point, you're just breathing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying you're not living. So I wouldn't have took that route either. But when she went in there and told her the story and told her the premonition and shit, and she was like, wait a minute. Because, like, Kimberly was like, yo, the people that died last died first. And she was mm-hmm. like, oh, so this shit is backwards. Right. And to go about it that way by bringing in the old character, and then she comes, and I like how they made her, you know, when they was at the gas station, you know, after she popped up at her crib. Mm-hmm. And well, this and this was after the, the the first boy died, which that's that's the wildest dentist appointment I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Like, yeah. for you to be working in a room with needles and 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 fucking drills and all type of shit like that, mm-hmm. and every five minutes you got pigeons going crashing into your window. No, crazy. my god, like crazy. that's crazy as fuck. Like, no, I don't want you sticking a fucking <laughs> drill in my mouth if. <laughs> <laughs> but the crazy part was the dentist was so he was so used to it. That motherfucker was like, damn pigeons. Fam. Another <laughs> fucking room, man. Oh, at least like, man, look, nah. I'm I'm like, nah, I, I ain't going for it. 
But yeah, that was crazy. I, I know what you're gonna say here. So let me go ahead and get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. So when Kimberly and Thomas rolled up on dude, it was like, hey, the pigeons, watch out for the pigeons. And my man run out there and just fucking start messing with the pigeons and then the motherfuckers start flying away. And it's like, okay. It's kind of his own fault. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you fucking with these pigeons? These pigeons minding their own business. You go run into their space, fucking with them, and then they make my dude. How old is this nigga supposed to be? That's the question that we really need to ask. Because what I, teenager? I think he was fifteen or sixteen. I think. Ain't no, ain't no fifteen year old running into a bunch of fucking pigeons sitting outside, bro. <laughs> that like it's it's just shit like that, like. Cause I'm trying to think, cause he had the the gas he the the gas kind of went up a little bit on him too, didn't it? It did. Cause remember, um, it cause it turned the oxygen down. And he was just getting the gas, mm-hmm. and then. That fucking thing had fell into his fucking mouth, so he almost died in the fucking in the room. And then the receptionist, the doc was like, "Hey, how dude doing in there?" And she's like, "Oh shit, this motherfucker was about to die in this bitch." Like, right? So maybe maybe it was the gas had him still kind of, you know, what I'm saying a little mm-hmm. loopy a little bit. Yeah. And he went out there and did that. And but yeah, so they go back to Kimberly's Hold place. On. Hold on, though, because this is this is an interesting concept. Of, of all of this too because he almost died in the dentist's office yes so it didn't skip him no it didn't skip him but the thing that fell in his mouth I think it was like a like a blowfish or something like that so it didn't have anything to do with a pigeon no, it didn't, but that's what I'm saying. Like, cause okay, so if she would have never walked in, he pretty much would have died. But the, when the, she walked yes. in, it interfered with that. So technically it was supposed to go to the next person. I I see what you're saying. Right. I see I see what you're saying. But like the way I interpreted it was when when you would get a a premonition of somebody the death has something to do with it like i don't remember where evans was but he ended up getting impaled in the face by that fucking ladder mm-hmm. but i don't remember what the premonition was for him though um but you know so he went first and then he went second but but when she because her premonition was like she ducked and she was like, You didn't see that? He was like, What? He was like, she was like pigeons. It was just a bunch of pigeons. So, like, I don't minute. think did he who was on the motorcycle? That was uh that was Eugene. Yeah. That was that was well to me, he's always cow to me. Right. But... That wasn't him. Cause I'm trying to think when he was in the car, did he get Hit by something like a pole or something. He he got hit by his own bike. No 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 That's not him he... not him the dude with the ladder. 
No, no, he got caught on fire. And like in the, he in the first premonition. Yeah, in the first premonition, he was in a fire and then he and then a truck hit hit him and then they right. hit um Kimberly's uh SUV. Right. Okay, okay. But I don't remember what the premonition was of like how he died. But mm -hmm. I see what you're saying, but I don't think that it necessarily skipped him because her premonition had something to do with pigeons. So I right. think that that was just, for instance, Eugene. Eugene saw the whole shit with the lady in the elevator, right? Mm -hmm. And so he was like, I control my life. You know, I'll, you know, dictate the terms. And he tried to shoot himself. Mm -hmm. And the shit clicked six times. Right. And then Clear came in. It was like, yo, it's not your time. Like, that's not how you were supposed to die. So I think with that boy, when that fish fell into his mouth, he wasn't supposed to die that way. I'm guessing. Yeah, like see, that, that way at that time. That's the only. That's the only thing that that was throwing me off about this because, and maybe this was like a weird. Maybe this was like a weird like artist thing, where since it was the second one, you know what I'm saying? Like they had two ways to die or something like that. Cause. What? In the in the elevator, it was Eugene and the lady, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just like a weird artist thing that they tried to throw in there that you know what I'm saying, like was one of those little Easter eggs that you would have to like really be paying attention to or something. Yeah, yeah. I see I see what you're saying. Cause I I, I think that the way that they tried to set it up was that's just like in the third one, like there were certain ways mm -hmm. that they almost died. Yeah. But that wasn't the way that they were supposed to die. So it wasn't like necessarily like a skipping. It was just more of like, this is close. Well, I don't know. I, it, it seemed like it's really a timing type of thing. Yeah. But there wasn't, but there wasn't a premonition on everybody, so it might have not have never been one mm. on Evan. It yeah. might have never been one. Maybe Evan is just like, "Yo, you, you just out of here." But she got the premonition right. on the kid, and then so the next one was uh, Nora, which mm -hmm. you know they got, and the dude got the premonition for her. Uh, damn, why Rory? So Rory. Was trying to put something in the fucking closet, and he mm -hmm. was he a fucking dumbass. So he knocks everything fucking down. Right. And then he was like, "Yo," he's like, "Does that look like a man with hooks?" And then they called Nora, and they was like, "And she's in a fucking elevator with with Eugene slash Kyle and this fucking old pervert." Yeah. Who? <laughs> yo, man, my guy. <laughs> man, it's an old pervert just standing there, and I don't know why he got these. Uh, prosthetics with hooks on them. I have mm -hmm. no idea. I've never seen anybody get on the elevator and there's somebody with just prosthetics, a whole bunch of prosthetics. Weird. So he's standing there. Yeah. And then he gets up behind Nora and starts sniffing her hair, my guy. And I swear this had to be improv by fucking Kyle slash Eugene. Mm -hmm. He turned around and he he looks at the dude. He's like, <clears throat> he's <clears throat> like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you sniffing this old lady, man? Yeah. Like, 
And then they called Nora like, yo, some, a man with hooks gonna kill you. And then she fucking freaks out and the hook catches on to her fucking hair. Yeah. And then she tries to get out the elevator and then she gets stuck in that shit and then her fucking head pop off. So that, okay. Between that death and the first death with the teacher when she was in the fucking um, when she was in the uh, uh, house. When you talk about overkill, that was overkill, bro. Yeah, I see what you said. Snatching her fucking head off with the elevator thing, like, come on, man, that was that was just overkill. The first one was super overkill because what happened? She, for some odd ass reason, she set the cup on top of the computer, which well, she didn't sit it down. She was just she was like, okay, so she had. She poured coffee in there. She got scared at a shadow and she threw that shit. And then she put ice and vodka in there, which cracked the cup. And when while she was walking with the cup, the cup was dripping. So she reached for something by the window and it dripped into the right. computer. And then it sparked up the computer and then boom, the computer blows up. She walks to the kitchen and slips on whatever was on the floor, which I'm assuming was the, the spill. It was her. No, it was her blood because remember when oh, the computer blew up, right. it yeah, it hit her in the neck. Her. Yeah, and then she falls, she grabs for the towels, and then the knives fall on, and it was like, fam. And then wasn't it a? It was a fire too because yeah, computer, it was a fire. Yeah, like God damn, like how much more? <laughs> the the computer yeah. going up was enough. And then and then when the explosion went off in the kitchen. The chair fell down and pushed the knife down further into a chest. Uh, it, it, that was so. Th- th- when you talk about the definition of overkill, this movie scene needs to be in in whatever online dictionary that there is because that was massive overkill. So I feel like this one, this in the second one, this was the one that rivaled that because it was so much shit that happened. Like she trying to leave out because she gets scared, anxiety. Then her shit get their ponytail get caught on the fucking hook. Now the the thing going up. He trying to save her. He trying to grab her down. Next thing you know, she come down but without her head, and he like he freaking the fuck out. So I'm like, it's just it's it's so it's it's just I don't know. With those two man, it was just like all right, that's it's way too much. That's way Nor- too much. And I'll tell you something else that happened to Nora. In the premonition on the highway, that really changed a lot of people's, you know, what they did in their car. Because she was the one where, because her son had the fucking water bottles. Yep. When shit got crazy, one of them came out of his hand. And mm-hmm. she tried to break. And, and it was under the brake. It was under the brake. And yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a lot of people would either, you know, keep a water bottle in their leg or... Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the case may be, and it's like, yo, like you see that, like you know what? Yeah, I don't think I want to fuck around with you know what I'm saying with a water bottle and I and I can't stop. You know what I mean? So that's where that soccer kick in. You better scoot that motherfucking water bottle back. <laughs> <with your foot. laughs> the fuck? fuck that, oh man. man, that's funny. But the point I was trying to make was how they made clear because when they was at the gas station, when they was going to go see, um, no, it was when they left. To see Tony Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, she see looking around. She see there's a guy on the power line, and this is going on. She's looking around, and then there's this one young kid smoking. And she smacked them motherfuckers out the head. Like, what you think is it's fucking 
gas over here. You smoking a cigarette. So like she's just paranoid as fuck, which no, you know what? That was just I she is paranoid, you're right. But yeah, smack the fucking cigarette out of his hand. Fam, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you yeah. smoking right there? That's so stupid. That's just it's like so I used when I was when I was working for my old job, bro. We had this fucking container full of propane paint, uh propane paints, propane tanks. And it would be motherfuckers sitting around the container smoking. <laughs> and I'm like, hey man, I'm like, if if this motherfucker get a whiff of that cigarette, this whole section of the building is gone. Why are you smoking right here? It's a whole area. You it's all kind of areas of the parking lot you can go to. You decide to go to where it says highly flammable. You not only do you decide to smoke a cigarette, but you decide to light the cigarette over there as well. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? I some people don't think, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, like some people just don't think, dude. Like it's 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 that fucking it's that fucking simple. Some people yeah. just do not thing yeah. but i i like how they threw that little scene in there because it's just like to get you to you know to see that she hasn't let this shit go but mm-hmm. also the whole little visit even though tony ty's character was only in the movie for like five minutes it had a huge impact on the movie mm-hmm. because of what he ended up telling them he was just like basically the only way to cheat death is new life yep and so the way that they interpreted it was, oh, that was a pregnant lady. You know what I'm that saying? Is, uh, so Isabella. Isabella, yeah. And my whole thing was, even when I first seen this movie back in 2003, it's like, well, my interpretation of it, if your baby's that big, it's already a living thing. Like, I don't... I. I I never really saw it as new life. I'm guessing. Now, I, I mean, yes, I think in they mean since you know what I'm saying, like when you think of death, the opposite of that is like birth or whatever. Yeah. And and yes, it it, it is because it is different. It's the first time the baby's seen the, you know what I'm saying, the light of day mm-hmm. and all that type <clears> shit. <throat> so I can see how they got that idea, but I can also see you know as far as movie wise and like you said, being born and all that because. Being born does start a new life, but then when Kimberly finally like realized, like, oh shit, like she never died in my premonition. So either way, her life wasn't affected in that way because she didn't die in a premonition, so she never would have died regardless. So her impact never even changed anything. So, but the whole feel thing was wild to me because they added the new kid who saved uh well no rory saved him for getting ran over by a fucking news truck Mm -hmm. but like first of all so after they had the conversation about how their life was affected by flight 180 they get a fucking blowout well the um so their whole thing is Making sure Isabella was straight. Yeah. So they put out an APP out of her fucking van and they got her sitting in the cell, but her <laughs> water breaks. So the cop is taking her to the hospital. And when they're passing them, she uh the uh 
cat get a fucking um flat yeah. and they fucking crash into this goddamn field. Now, the thing with her, when that goddamn car was spinning through the field and crashed into those pipe things, she could have died right there. Yeah. But her head was forward when the when the thing came through her um her seat, her headrest. So then now, now this is the part I when I was watching this, I gotta ask Goose about this. So her legs is trapped because a fucking log came into the car. Mm-hmm. So the fucking fire department, they come out and they trying to do the little door jammer thing, whatever, to get her out. So he jammed that shit in there. She was like, yo, can you be a little bit more quiet with that? He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll put it in quiet mode. And then he jammed that shit in there again and made the fucking air, airbag come out and her head smash into that goddamn thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Crazy. It was like something that could have killed you five minutes ago, but now the fucking what do you call it? The, the fireman yeah. is fucking responsible for really kind of killing you. Like, all of that shit could have been avoided. I mean, it could have. The most she probably would have had was a broken nose if she'd have been smart. There's a fucking pose sticking out of your headrest. I'm not leaning my head forward in front of the pole at all. That's dumb. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting like this the whole time. Talk, come on, man. What are we talking about? Through this whole movie, you've been dodging death. This is all you've been doing. <laughs> Fucking pole stops right right on the back of your shit. You mean to tell me? <laughs> then because she looked at it like, what the fuck? You mean to tell me then you lift your head up to go? No, what? That's yeah. I, I blame her. I'm sorry. That's her fault. I look, look I, I feel you. I feel you. But it, it was just crazy that the fucking fireman was like, yo, I put this shit in quiet mode and he jammed that shit in there and it fucking get her. But then my whole thing is, look, I know back in the day, you know, like one movie that we were supposed to d- done on here a long time ago, we're going to have to bump this shit up the list after uh, Horror Fest. It's fucking Nightcrawler. Okay. Because of how the news people be rushing to fucking get there and get something on camera and all this type of shit. So they rushing in and they fucking crash their shit into a fucking uh, a rock, which got them pops the, uh, the gas tank. And it just happened to be a tube that's sitting there. And then that shit goes right up under the damn uh, SUV that she was in. So when her head get thrown back, a fucking spark comes, and then Rory, he gets fucked. It's funny that you call her overkill because mm-hmm. <clears throat> he got hit by two wires and it fucking cut him in half. Yeah. So but to me, that's that's like a quick clean one, though. I mean, it was quick, it was very quick. Yeah. But you seen his body like slide off into fucking like two parts of shit and intestines start popping up and all that type shit. Yeah, which is which is odd because I'm trying to think. Didn't Ghost Ship come out before this or was it after? That's a good question. But this is 03. Hold on. 
it they gotta be really close to each other. Yeah, Ghost Ship came out in 02. So they kind of they kind of swagger jacked that. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a little bit of a swagger jack. But they, they took it to the next level though. I mean, yeah, they definitely did. Because in Ghost Ship, we didn't see no intestines or nothing like that. Like we just seen and he kind of stood there for a second. Ghost ship, they kind of stood there for a second, like in shock before everybody started and falling out. Just start falling apart. Yeah. So that whole part was wild. But like even the whole when they when they finally like but anyway, like Rory had saved the one kid's life because mm-hmm. he almost got hit by a fucking um a news truck or whatever, whatnot. So then like they go to the hospital and shit. Um Isabella had the baby, which was so funny because Eugene, during that whole crash, he ended up getting like cut or some shit. So they take Eugene to the hospital, and so Eugene is in there, and funny shit start happening to him. Now there was no premonition about Eugene. Right. She just uh she when she had the premonition when they was on the way to the hospital, she thought that Dr. Collagian was trying to choke Isabella out. Mm-hmm. But she didn't say anything about Eugene. Like his whole situation was just crazy. Like you in a hospital, yo fucking. First of all, who don't put the clamps down on the bed? Good point. Like, <clears throat> like, come on, y'all, come on. Like, so that was a little bit of a stretch for me. Was like mm-hmm. for them not to put, they put the clamp down on the wheels for the bed. It's like okay, I don't really see they they really doing that. So then, like, well, and the fact that hospital beds is heavy than the motherfucker. So, like, are they really moving like that? Like, come yeah, on. like, like that bed is not rolling the way it was rolling, man. It's yeah, like, come on. Like, I can see if it was like one of them paramedic joints, but this is a hospital bed, my nigga. This shit is hooked up to <laughs> cords and shit. Like, nah, man, it's plugged in the walls and all kind of shit. Nah, bro. Yeah, yeah that 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 was a bit of a stretch to say that that bed was fucking moving. Yeah, and so she have a premonition. She's like, "Yo, like I feel like I was getting choked by, you know, what I'm saying, well, Isabella's get uh, gonna get killed by Doctor Kalar." So all I could see was a fucking name tag, mm-hmm. and then she saw like the bloody hands and shit, and then driving into a lake. And so they get to the hospital. Clear is like, "Yo, I'm gonna go find Eugene. Y'all find Isabella. These motherfuckers just happen to just pop up into a room where a woman's having a baby." Mm-hmm. There's no security around. Nobody stopped these people. Nothing. So then the baby come out. These motherfuckers celebrating. Isabel like, yo, who the fuck are they? Like, fuck, first of all, that ain't the first thing that's coming up my mouth. If I am a woman with my legs and my privates are exposed and there's just two fucking people in here, I don't know who the fuck y'all are. Right. And y'all just in the room with my baby's being delivered. I'm not saying who are they. Y'all get the fuck out of my room. Like, what are y'all doing in here? I don't even know y'all. What like, is, what's so crazy about all of this shit is the fact that, like you said earlier, like, some of these motherfuckers wasn't even in the group the whole time. They was just all on the highway. Like, I think even, even with the one with, like, the little boy, I don't even know how, like you said, I don't know how he connected, but I'm sure, like, it was some well, type of connection there. 
Well, what it was, what it was. So when Kimberly was at the light before getting on <clears throat> to uh, the interstate or whatever, mm-hmm. everybody that we saw die in the premonition was behind her. Right. So when when she saw the premonition and did the whole thing when the lady came up with the with the uh, with the cans, the cans fall out of the bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She turns on the radio and say there's something about uh, the anniversary from Flight 180 and Highway to Hell and all that shit. Right. So when she see that everything is happening the same way it did, she blocked the interstate off so they couldn't go on to the highway. Right. To the uh, highway. So that's the only reason that they were connected is because she prevented them from getting on to the highway. Right, right, right. So that's how it ended up connecting them. But one thing, and I'm going to get back on track. I just want to say this one thing real quick. I wish I would have brought it up when, when I was talking about him. But Evan, how he died, tripping over some fucking spaghetti that he threw out the goddamn window and falling on the ground, and then the fucking ladder come and hit him in the face. After so this the ladder wasn't coming down. Yeah, after the ladder was fucking stuck. Yeah. This motherfucker just won the lottery. For like, I think it was $250,000. Mm-hmm. Yo, my dude answer machine is blowing up. <laughs> he hear it. He's listening to his messages. It's about five girls. Like, yo, like, I know I haven't talked to you in a year, but, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, yo, these goddamn gold diggers that hit my dude line up. Like, he probably think, well, if he wasn't fucking about to die with his hands stuck in the fucking garbage disposal and this fucking chick, yo, if my guy, you hit the lottery for $250,000. Mm-hmm. You come home, you know what I'm saying? You got the Apple computer, you know what I'm saying? You got the, uh, the ring, you got the watch. Mm-hmm. You got all this shit, but you come home and you heat up some Chinese food that you just had sitting in the refrigerator and you frying fish sticks. Come on, man. man <laughs> come child. on, man. That's all I got to say, man child. <laughs> come on, man. But I just thought it was funny mm-hmm. just the fact that they added that into the movie, the fact of like, we all know that's how it's going to be. You hit the lottery. You can start hearing from motherfuckers you ain't heard from in a minute. Absolutely. I just thought that that was funny. It's like, damn. What's even, what's even shittier is the fact that instead of just throwing the spaghetti in the trash, this motherfucker just threw it outside in the alley. For what? <laughs> <laughs> just throw the shit in the trash, man. Exactly. So they had the goddamn hospital and shit. Isabella had the baby. And so they thinking it's over, and Claire has a fucking premonition, and she's like Eugene. So she goes to save Eugene, and their room blows up, kills Eugene, kills Claire. So they mm-hmm. finally came back and got clear at. And so they know that it's not over. She see this thing on the on the um on the wall of this paramedic who drowned. And came back and they put it in the thing as new life. So she was like, yo, like that's what it is. The premonition is me. She was like, I bet I have to die. She was like, get Dr. Kalarjian or whatever. So she dropped that shit into the river. He swims down to get her out. They do the whole shit. They bring her back. And so my thing about this one, 
which I think they never end up doing it again because far as I remember, I've seen all the Final Destinations that come out. Mm-hmm. They never tell the secret. Never. They never tell anybody because when you think about three, uh, the Final Destination, five, and six, nobody says anything about, yo, all I got to do is fucking flatline and come back and I'm good. Yo, wait a minute. Am I tripping or is this a different one? At the end of it, didn't they leave and go somewhere else and like a sign hit somebody? That's the first one. First one. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Because the way this one ends, so after that happens, so the field that they had crashed into, Mm -hmm. they went back to have like a barbecue with those people. And they was like, yo, it was like our son almost got hit by um almost got hit by a news van and they was like Rory knocked them out of the way. And I was like, What? And they turn and look at him, he's on the grill, the fucking grill explodes. Mm. So right. that's right. I just I just thought it was interesting that well, I think that it, it would be dope for them to like come back at some point. To be like, yo, the only way you can escape this is new life. Nah, but, that can't be what it is then. Because if they do that, you don't have a movie. <clears throat> so you really not, can't. I don't, I don't think it's. I don't think that's true. I think you could. I think they could find a way to make a movie out of them trying to stop this whole. Um... Deathless. Yeah, but to me, I think what would make it dope is if they found out that. Is not uh, uh um like this thing that's chasing them. It just happens to be all these motherfuckers' time. <laughs> that would be the greatest <laughs> fucking. That would be the greatest fucking movie ever, bro. I'm sorry. That would that would make my day if if they go through all this only to find out that death wasn't chasing them or none of that shit. It just so happened that this was the time you were supposed to die. And y'all just so happened to have this magical motherfucker with y'all who knew y'all was going to die. That's fucking hilarious. You know what I'm saying? I think that'd be funny. That'd be a good way to end the the whole saga if they do that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That, That would be dope. That would be dope. So this is my question to you. After, you know, after surviving the first one, do you like do you really feel like you would be living with that type of anxiety? Cuz I know you and, said, you know what I'm saying about like living your life to the fullest and everything. But yeah. I still feel like you can do that but still be like uber cautious. So like do you think that you would be able to live with that type of anxiety? Like having survived <sighs> and knowing that around every corner the stupidest thing could kill you? Um, the, the thing is, it's like trying to live with that hanging over your head. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, life is going to be so much more complicated because every, because you're going to look at everything. Like every time you cook. Anytime you going down a flight of stairs, anytime you're driving in the shower, you're going to be thinking twice. (laughs) You can't even wash your ass right. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like that shit, the shit is just going to, 
it's going to linger. And I think mm-hmm. what you're going to do is you're going to end up driving your own self crazy. Yep. And I, 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 I just think that at the end of the day, man, it's, I, to answer your question, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah. And I think yeah. what you're going to end up doing is you're going to end up really end up killing yourself, really. Yeah. Because yeah, of, I agree. Yeah. Because of the anxiety <clears throat> of, that's that whole thing of like, yo, I got a white shirt on, right? And mm-hmm. you go eat spaghetti or whatever oh. the case may be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, if you didn't think about <laughs> it, you wouldn't spill nothing on your shirt. But because right. you like, damn, I got a white shirt on, I got to be careful. And that's mm-hmm. when you drop something. That's when you waste something on yourself, when you tell yourself you have to be careful. Okay, so I just thought about this. Okay. What if the real only way out of this was to just, and this is a trigger one for anybody that's listening. If you have dealt with this, this is, you know, I'm not joking or nothing. I'm just throwing out a theory. So just bear with me. I apologize if you have to skip over this. What if the real way of getting over this for them was to constantly keep trying to commit suicide? Because every time one of them tried to kill themselves, it never worked. It it didn't. It didn't. But I think that it'll get to a point where... <clears throat> I don't want to say this. Like it'll get to a point where it's like, if you keep trying, it'll be like, I don't know. I just feel like I think one. Of, I think one of those ones would get you, like, because it was more of like, death wanted you to die in a way that was well. In this case, in case of the movie, it had to be like a freak accident. Like it right. couldn't be, it couldn't be just, you know, a regular way of dying. Like everything is a freak accident. Right. And I think if you tried to kill yourself, <clears throat> like let's say you tried to hang yourself and mm-hmm. like the fucking shit broke or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I think that would end up happening. It'd be like some silly shit where like you going through your house and fucking, I don't know, like you're walking. Like, like you walking through your house and you got upstairs, downstairs, and like you got like a towel wrapped around like your shoulder, and then yeah. like you slip and fall and you go over the thing and the fucking towel wraps around the fucking bars yeah. and it can, you, you know what I'm saying? It'll be like but some see, wild shit like that. I I know I know exactly what you're saying too because you're right. That is some wild shit that would happen in uh, in Final Destination. But the only reason I asked that was because Kyle. Um, Kyle, um, you got me calling this nigga Kyle. Kyle did this with oh, a did. revolver, and six shots in a revolver, all six of them duds. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I feel like that's the only way that this shit is gonna be possible. Yeah. True, but if death wanted him to die by a gun, it would be a, a silly situation where it's just kind of like, you know, you got a gun and then you 
fucking knock a table over and the gun bounce off the ground and fire a shot and shoot your ass. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it, it just always, it, it just have to be like some accidental shit. Mm-hmm. It like, it's, it's like, because if you try to take your own life, I just think that like death is like, yo, I don't want you that way. And see, that's what I'm saying. That's to me, I'm like, what if that's the only way to stay alive though? I mean, but this is the thing. Like, let's say you're like, okay, I'm going to jump off a bridge, right? Yeah. So death will probably be like, all right, jump off a bridge. Now I'm just going to paralyze your ass and now you can't walk. Like, I want you to die the way I want you to die. I don't want you to die from jumping yeah, from a bridge. Then, like, and then you in the hospital and fucking... Uh... Full body cast and shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or you um or or it'd be some shit like uh the one of the one of the hoses or something get too tight on you or the one of the IV slip out and you bleed to death or some shit like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Dude. You'd be mad as hell. Then jump up the bridge to kill yourself and now you fucking paralyzed and shit. Yeah, for sure. That's because that's the thing. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, how extreme would you have to go in order to keep it going? Like because really when he did when he tried to do it like it was a minute before he died yeah it was the next day that's what i'm saying so what if like the bigger the attempt the longer you stay alive wow you thinking now you feel me like what if you jump off the off the bridge and you don't get paralyzed but you break the fuck out of your leg okay but you good for like six months (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the cause, I mean I'm just saying like I'm just throwing the theory out there because I'm like damn it's 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 odd as fuck that when they tried to take themselves out it was like it damn it saved them. I see I see what you say. You know what I'm saying? I it was you like nah you're not about to get this from me like nah this is this kill is mine but it was just like. I don't know that it that just made me think of that shit. Like, damn, like I wonder if the the whole secret to this shit is just constantly trying to off yourself. I mean, look, it's a theory. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's 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 definitely a theory because I I do think that. I mean, look, anytime you talk about like supernatural shit like this, like they. They're not looking at you like as a body. They're looking at you as a win, as a prize. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're just like, it's not all about the way that this movie portraying it. It's not about you dying. It's about you dying the way I want you to die. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's a very interesting theory, though. Yeah. I, I, and I also, like you said, man, I also want to know, like, what the bigger picture is. Like, why did it choose them? Why do they have to die? Like, all that shit. Like, what is the reason behind all of this shit? This one makes more sense because all of those people were connected to Flight 180. Yeah. Now, the third one, they just went, even went Even the Flight 180 thing, like, why Flight 180? Like, what was the reason for all of them? You know True. what I'm saying? Like, it True. it never it never explains that, never gets into that. So I think that's the... I also think that's the, the lore of it, too. Like, it makes you want to watch it because you know it's, it's certain shit that's bound to happen. But at the same time, I think, like, eventually we got to get a film on why this shit happened. Or, like, maybe some type of weird origin story. I see what you're saying. That would be dope. 
Yeah. That would be they got to do like a Final Destination, uh, like 1910 or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga get ran over by a Model T Ford. Oh, shit. That's funny as fuck. That's a hell of a way to die. Oh, that's hilarious. That motherfucker oh, all metal going 35 miles an hour. Run your ass smooth over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and get into um, Fire Flames. Let's do it. Yoga Fire. Yoga Flame. All right, man. So what you giving this movie, bro? <sighs> um... Like I said, the biggest, like the, the first thing that I, t- I brought up on this pod, um, to tie these people in to Flight 180, I thought that was the dopest part about this movie. Um, bringing Clear back, you know, showing us that she's been living in a, um, in a padded room and still broken up by Alex, which that was the one negative part, was the fact of they just said that Alex died by a fallen brick, but we didn't see his death. Right. You know what I mean? But I think that Devin was, from what I hear, was kind of going through some shit at the time. I think I think he ended up having like a drug problem or some shit, mm-hmm. like in real life. Like the real actor ended up having, I think he ended up having like some drug issues, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But that, that was the one negative. But um, I thought the kills in this one was good. I thought the premonition that they used to use the interstate I thought that that was dope. Um, the cast was, even though it, it it wasn't a lot of big name. Well, we really any big names. And and Avi Ladder was, she was on the climb at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know T.C. Carson because you know what I'm saying living single. So, um, but I think everybody did a pretty good job, man. I'm 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 gonna give Foundation to I'm gonna it, it's a little high, but I fuck with it. I'm gonna give it a four. Oh, okay. Um I'm gonna give it um it's tough. It's just tough. Because I want to give it a four and a half because, like I said, it was better than the first one. But I don't I don't really know if it kind of deserves that four and a half only because the the story, right, mm-hmm. is, is not really anything different than the first one. They kind of recreated the first one, you know what I'm saying? They just revamped it, I guess. But I don't feel like it's any different than the first one, outside of the fact that, you know what I'm saying, like they found a way to kind of stop death for a little bit, which mm-hmm. I felt like that was the same way in the first one, too. Um, but I do think, you know what I'm saying, the acting was dope. The the, the kills were, were pretty good. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go four. Okay, 
Yeah, four. I think four is, is is good. Um, let's get into the coming soon. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. Well, if you don't know by now, um, and if if it isn't as obvious to you, um, the next episode is of course going to be about um Friday the thirteenth. Because it's going to be recorded on Friday the 13th. Um, this is definitely uh, in your lane, slasher films. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm sure we're going to get some great information from you uh, about not just this movie, but the franchise too. Um, but before we, you know what I'm saying, get into that, I have to make sure that I'm. I'm getting into the right one. This is the first one, right? I was going to ask you that. Um, I mean, look, we can do the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm cool with that, you know, because, you know, the killer is actually Mrs. Voorhees is not that's actually what, Jason. And that's what I was about to say. That's what I was going. That's what I was getting at, because that was, the, to me, the most interesting thing about this whole franchise is that he's not the killer in the first one. And to know that this, you know what? Let's do the first one. Yeah. Let's just do the first yeah. one because there, like I said, I watched a documentary on this shit, and there's some interesting shit that's that's surrounded around the first yeah. one. I mean, obviously, we could talk about Jason and right, you know, and you know, and shit like that. But um, but yeah, like I really want to uh, center this shit around the first one. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that then. So we're we're gonna do the very first Friday the Thirteenth, the original. Um, the one that started it all. So make sure you guys are tuned in, making sure you guys are ready. You know what I'm saying? Get your blankets, get your pumpkin spice stuff, and kick back. And, you know what I'm saying? Watch you a good old classic uh in Friday the 13th. Um, but if you too, like the rest of the world, don't uh drive behind semis with logs or any kind of metal poles or anything like that. Um, if you are cautious about anything, or if you just feel like I'm staying my ass in the house, hit us up, let us know, tell us on socials, Instagram and X at Viewing Pod. You can hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. You can hit us up again on X and join the community, Viewers Anonymous, and make sure, please, please, please make sure you subscribe to us. Um, it's only $2.99 a month. Um, you get extra episodes, behind the scenes, all kind of different stuff, all kind of um, content for you. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you join in. If you'd like to follow me personally, you can follow me on X at Scoots Bronson. I have a link tree in my bio, and you can find me everywhere else there. And y'all can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and on Twitter or X. Um, at 28 minutes or less pod that's just on IG follow the podcast 28 minutes or less um last episode is 136 um and it's about killer no monster Cody excuse me mm-hmm. and um that's all I got man cool man um thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for listening thank you guys for watching your support is always greatly appreciated and until next time man this is conclusion 
of Final Destination 2 of our Horror Fest. <laughs> yeah, so like they say in Hollywood, man. That's a wrap. Cut.